welcome everyone to the newest episode of Sky Pirate Radio. Uh, we're back in 2020, the new year, and, and we're going to celebrate it. We're, we're bringing out, we're, we're closing 2019 and bringing in 2020 with a bang. We've got the sort of the Ricky Gervais of video games here today to, to talk shop and to, to take down the biggest games and the hottest developers. We have Kevin Stott, the king Man, of Sting. Listen here, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you how it is. I'm so much the king of sting actually that I will sometimes you won't be like expecting me and I'll sort of rise out of a hole in the ground and then I'll nibble on a carrot and then I'll just really give you what for. Just wait. You're gonna mess with them in the ways they won't expect and the ways that'll just completely embarrass them to the embarrass. core. Absolutely. They, you know, I'm I'm here to really shake things up. I'm going to pull your hat down over your eyes. I'm going to take the two barrels of your shotgun and tie it into a bow. Watch out. Oh my gosh. And and, and if you if you're thinking about what what, what kind of games are these guys going to design, buddy, we're going to mess with your head. We'll prank you. We'll non-stop. It'll be nothing but um It's not games anymore. We don't make games anymore. No. <laughs> He just <laughs> we're made... done with it? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, we're done. We're shock jocks now. We just oh, go okay, out so... there, we'd let them, we tell them what it's all about. Alright, well, so give us a taste. What do, you, what do you got to say about the newest uh, games? The newest, the newest games? Game. They stink. Yeah. I hate them. Oh my god. I think Two that they are no thumbs good. down, I can't believe it. Yeah. What's with that's... all these new games? We have plenty of old games that are just fine. Stop yes. making new games. You could we could argue that there's enough games now and we can all stop. Alright? <laughs> We've had enough fun. You've we had your fun. We now we all have to go back to growing potatoes on a farm. And that's right, you say, as you, you take a sip of your beer on the podium, <laughs> looking down at all these new uh, beginning uh, artists and designers and everything like that. No, we, you're, you're all wonderful. Uh, we're making games too. Uh, we've got a lot to say uh, about our games that we're, we're uh, working on at the moment. Uh, you, uh, Joey, and uh, Tyler have been have been toiling away on, on yeah, the new works. Yeah, we're hard at it, at the games. Yes. Um... So at the moment we've been kind of uh, segmenting into a lot of different uh, small projects, which I would say are pretty concept heavy, um, and uh, and sort of driven by that one concept. Uh, I know you're working very hard on uh, prototype mobile quest at the yes. moment, Kevin. Yes. Well, we I think we had to take a break from blazing barrels. Blazing barrels. We did want to yeah. do it. It would have been. I don't know. I think that I think what what it's really come down to is we didn't have the skill to kind of to take that off and also to to work with each other. Like it was a strange decision after having finished Help I'm Haunted and it taking so long to go straight into making a game that's even bigger. Um yeah. but Learned a lot from Haunted, learned a lot from Blazing Barrels as well, and I'm really excited now about making these smaller projects uh, and getting a chance to apply everything that we've learned uh, and to make some money. <laughs> and then we can yes. keep making even more video games. Yes, the hope is is that if we're, if we're making uh, 
you know, smaller games that are with more reachable goals um, based on where our team is right now. Uh, we can make these games really good and hopefully that will inform our uh, design process when we do eventually get to work on a project as expansive as uh, Blazing Barrels is. Um, yes. That's the, the big dream, the 2020 dream of Sky Pirate Studios. So with that, um, we're hoping to have, uh, you know, some projects out for you to play this year, definitely. As, as, as you may have seen on Twitter, uh, Kevin has been working on uh, his 50-day plan for, for Mobile Quest, uh, which, is, which is very much getting there. Um, uh, I know you've just implemented the, uh, the lantern um, into... Yes. Uh, the design process because we it wouldn't really click for a little bit what we were uh, what the, the sort of goal of the game was it didn't it, it didn't feel clear um, yeah it was a, it was a tricky one I kind of yeah I I wrote down I just drew that picture of like a dude walking forward and I thought it would I really expected it to all come together from that one picture but it it just didn't and I tried a couple of different ideas um put it on a grid and then had this idea of having the lantern and I think that really brings it all together and gives the game kind of a theme instead of just being you know whatever kind of RPG it's a game that I just kind of that's where it started um, but it didn't really have any of its own character I guess uh, but now it does yeah it certainly does that that is the thing I noticed when I um, played it a little bit more and, and had that uh the sort of lantern effect guiding the way I'm playing and guiding what I can see on in the environment as well, um, as well as well as having a mechanical purpose. Uh, it's also very atmospheric and cool. I think I think it's definitely something there, and uh, and uh, looking forward to what we'll name the game. I um, I, yeah, I know it has to Trying to, to do. figure out what the name yeah. is. So, listeners, if you have any ideas for like a game where you're an adventurer guy and you got a lantern, uh, hit us up. Um, I'm thinking something like uh, like there's something we can do with let, let's just include people in the design process right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, something with lamp lit, lamp, lamp lit. Yeah, lamp is something. a good word. I think that you yeah. can get somewhere with the word lamp because lantern is a bit too long. Yeah, there's there's not many words that fit together with with lantern. Well, I think lamp is a good strong word and 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 it works. It has to work with something else, though, so we have to figure out what that, that something else mm. is. <laughs> what about, so, in this game, you have a lantern, and it's uh, it's kind of, it's running out of oil, so the, it's going mm -hmm. down, and then maybe for the second part of the title, um, it could be about, like, how... how good is this game this game is doing well so maybe we could call it uh, Lantern Quest Lantern Quest is good L Lamp Lit Quest I, don't I, know, I was, trying to, I was going lit. for a, a joke <laughs> about calling it down well but I lost confidence at the last second so I I swerved yeah, it's sort of that was another idea you had in the process is that it's kind of an inverse of of what Downwell uh, is. Yeah, well, that was kind of my first idea. It didn't. It hasn't. It's kind of shook out uh, very differently. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. I think that's 
it's okay to go into it and for the game to kind of evolve and change as you make it as long as it gets done right so i think that that this project is going well in those terms because it has some good stuff mm-hmm. in it now and then that there were like lots of ideas and stuff and they can just get cut kick them out don't need them focus on on building on this and it's about it's about halfway there i don't know if i'm going to achieve uh a finished game by the end of those 50 days but it'll it'll be a lot of game i'll yeah. tell you that much uh, well, yeah, and, and it's driven you so far to, to already uh, complete a pretty fleshed out, good looking, um, uh, heck of a prototype uh, so yeah. far. Yeah, absolutely, so and we've got other other ideas. I'm super excited about as well. It's all, it's all looking pretty good for the future. I'm very excited because we used to have so many, we used to have so many ideas. Where it's like, oh, we'll do a game that's like this, and they are all games that would take like a year to make. And it, it, looking back on it, like, of course, like none of those are going to get made; they're too big. But now, you know, if we can keep the ideas small and and make them and get them out in a few months, I think a big part of it for me is that if if we're working on games that fast, uh, it's going to be harder to like get sick of it. <laughs> Like, I was so sick of Haunted by the end of it. In those last couple of years, there were, I, there were like, months where I just wouldn't work on it. Just because, I don't know, I, it, it seemed an insurmountable kind of task. Um, but now, we're just going to... We're going to be creating games uh, like nobody's business. Mm, work within what we can do and get stuff done. Uh, yes, play to our strengths. Like no tomorrow. <laughs> That's the uh, mantra right now. Um, but yeah, a couple other things you may have saw on the Twitter as well, uh, this little little driving prototype as well. We, we have some ideas for that uh, going forward, and uh, Joey and Tyler are tinkering, tinkering away at a... Um, how would you call it? Like a, like almost like a beat-em-up, kind of a one-screen beat-em-up kind of concept uh, based mm. on a prototype you guys had worked on out like several years ago, uh, way back when you were working on Haunted. So I'm excited... I've always been excited for this one project, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm pretty pumped to see it getting back in the limelight in a different capacity. Yeah, the design was always pretty solid. We were just kind of, we were always kind of unsure about what we wanted to do for the kind of art side of it. Because when I first did the prototype, um, the guys just kind of looked like Samurai Gun guys. And Samurai Gun had been out for, I don't know, a year or two at that point, but we still felt it was too soon. Now it wouldn't matter, but also now you know we can do we can do better than that. We I can make something new and unique that's just for this game, and I think it's all gonna come together once again. Once again, it is all going to fall into place, I believe. Yes, um, I'd hope. But uh, so that's that's us right now. It's it's feeling very good. It's good to get back into the swing of things. Um, with game development as we as we're uh, already in the thick of 2020 i keep almost saying 2019 as i do every year there is yeah it takes some getting used to it does for sure but i do like the double the double the double doubles it is it is a treat isn't it we get it yeah to get a 2020 it's very future like i feel like i'm in the future things have Mm. changed already in my life that i think 
Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have jetpacks and hover cars soon, and a lot of new Sky Pirate games. Um, but in the meantime, have you been have you been futzing around with uh, any little games uh, just in your own time, Kevin? I sure have. What? I played Get lots. Get back to work. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I played lots of phone games to try and figure out. You know, a researching kind of. Uh, phone game monetization and where do you put your ads and what kind of structure do you have and what are people kind of expecting yeah um, so I played a lot of different games and then I played a lot of uh, the new Jumanji game that's out it's just Temple Run but it's Jumanji uh, you get to be all your favourite characters The Rock Jack Black they're all there um, and they all have uh some, uh, there's yeah, some very Robin good Williams? animation. He's not in it, unfortunately. Oh, um, that'd be a great. That'd be great. He should put that in as a new character. But um, that just might be kind of twisted. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they they've got these like I don't know how to how to describe it. It's like an it's like a nice flat kind of cartoon of the characters. It's like how. Uh, Disney Infinity looked kind of but Jumanji and they've got these there's all these animations where like you'll start a run as Jack Black and then uh, this kind of starting animation zooms into Jack Black's face as he gives you one of those DreamWorks one eyebrow up expressions Ooh. like whoa he's really gonna go get it <laughs> that's nice um, so it's sort of like a simplified version of the uh, their movie likenesses. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I don't really have anything to say about Jumanji. It's just um, that's just the one that I played the most. <laughs> uh huh. Did you ever play um? Did they, they released the Jumanji actual um game board, uh, cardboard game? Uh, did you ever play that? No, I did not. Is it? Do you know? Is it good? Yeah, I, I had it when I was a kid. You actually got sucked into the game. You had to oh go to my the Jumanji world. Wow. It was so stressful. That sounds terrifying. No, it, was, it just had like a little... It has like a little red thing in the center. Like a jelly, uh, but it's plastic. And you put like a little RFID kind of card in there and it'll translate it with the red jelly, what it's saying. Um, mm. And it'll show you different different things from the movies, like oh, go back two spaces. As oh, people yeah, a classic kinda... moment from the movie. <laughs> yeah, very very high stakes situations <laughs> uh, in uh, Jumanji. Though uh, I haven't seen the new movies, I hope they're. Uh, I'm sure they're great. They're not bad, I mean, but they have basically nothing to do with the old Jumanji, apart from mm, it being a game that you go inside. It's sort of a video game now, right? Yeah, it is. It's kind of... It's it's weird, though, because it's set up as, like, an Atari game, but then you go inside it, and it's just, like, normal. And they've got, like... There's, like, weird... They never really present it that clearly, I guess, as, as what what is the video game. Like, if you weren't sucked inside it, what would this game be like? I don't, I don't remember. Maybe it's just because I saw the movie too long ago. Um, apart from that, I played down well so i played yeah, it yeah. a little bit uh back when it was the big the big game <laughs> big hot one yes um what did i play it on i think i had it on the, my computer and then later i got it on my phone but the controls i found 
I found it too difficult on phone. But recently it was on <clears> sale <throat> uh, for the Switch, which meant uh, I got to play a bunch of Downwell, and I got good at it, and I beat it. So um, how was that for you? It was hard. It was mm-hmm. less... It, it became... I Just having it on the Switch and being able to take it with me while I'm doing other stuff made it just that, that I got enough practice in that I was able to beat it. Sure. When I played it, you, you, you know, when it came out, I found it a lot harder. And then coming back to it, it just kind of, you know, bit by bit, I kind of cracked away at it and uh, beat the boss on my third or fourth try. It's a, it's a tricky one, though. It's like, I died... I died so many times in the first and the second kind of zones, but if I got past that, normally I could get to the end. Yeah, I find that um, um, it's interesting, but uh, I found that playing in the uh, levitation mode, uh, like style, where you fall a bit slower, helped me generally with just playing with all the uh, different uh, styles in that game. Um, just going through the levels, but I did, I, and, and that helped me along a big way in getting better. But uh, I do find that once you're past the first two sections, the underwater section is, I think that's the one that's next, yeah. uh, is pretty easy. Um, once you, That one and the one where there's not really any platforms, it's like the, the like afterlife or something, uh, become really easy once you've mastered like just hopping down on objects and, and getting combos and that kind of thing yeah yeah it might be that I it might be that by that time I've racked up so many combos and have so much ammo that it's a lot easier than it was designed to be yeah have you played on the uh, hard mode I played a little bit there's a lot of enemies <laughs> yeah it's a tough one in terms of the um, levitate, I think I only ever really played on levitate. It was too, I, f- I find it not as enjoyable with the other modes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I played some of the hard mode. There's too many enemies, and having having beat it, I don't think I, I've learnt. It was also because like I was, I'm such a fan of the design and kind of, it's it's very simple. Uh, and contained and is a game that can work both on uh, console and on mobile and those were Mm -hmm. all things that I was kind of interested in uh, researching especially because the this new lantern game uh, when I was first going into it was definitely my kind of goal was to make something that was like down well and it's changed a lot now but it was still good I still learned a lot yeah, those those initial uh, you know, it it still wouldn't have become the thing it is if you didn't if you weren't informed by down well. Yeah, I think. Um, but yeah, it was also about the uh, phone controls. It's interesting. I played that first on the only iOS device I had when the the game came out uh, was an iPad. So I played it with some very. Uh, hard to reach uh, <laughs> little uh, touchscreen controls and, and that's where I ended up beating the game the first time so probably oh, wow. once I once I did that um, once I had a controller in my hands more properly it became a lot easier I'm not sure I could go back to using 
the touch controls. Yeah, I feel like if you if you'd already beaten it, then you'd be you'd get a controller and you'd be a god at it. Yeah, it's like Goku taking his weighted clothes <laughs> off or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm strong. I can do anything. Like the the controls themselves, I don't think are that bad. But it because they're at the bottom, like that's where you want to be looking. It's really it's it's annoying to have your mm. fingers in the way when uh, you want to be seeing what's going on down there. That was one of the reasons why this. Uh, this lantern quest game you go up instead of down yeah i mean it's a good reason to have you want to be able to see what's in front of you um, if you can because you got yeah. lantern see um is that all you've been um jam a lambing? yeah that's about it i've played lots of other um mobile games oh i've been mm. playing luigi's mansion as well that's pretty good. Uh, the third one, yeah, Luigi Mansion 3. I'm up to floor 10, uh, the Egy- Egypt one. Oh, it's yeah, that doing one's all right. a treat. It's got lots of fun stuff in it. I think one of the things that surprises me about Luigi's Mansion 3 is how detailed the rooms are versus like how long you spend in them. Like It seems like there mm. would have been such a kind of art cost because everything is so kind of lavishly decorated um and everything is like different diff- each floor being different themes with kind of unique props and stuff uh even though the individual rooms you like don't spend that long in yeah it's, it's really impressive but uh, a lot of detail work to hello i think that's why everyone keeps drawing like the the wallace and gromit comparisons because it's a it's a lot of uh as you say, lavishly detailed art um, that you're only uh, seeing for small instances in some cases, or if I guess there's collectibles that you can get after, but that's sort of negligible. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I like the. I kind of wish that you got more abilities over time as you went. Um, sure. But it's it's still a good game. I think something that I really like about it is the attention that it pays to the mood and to the like animations and stuff the way that luigi will get scared of things i love all that kind of stuff i'm excited to um make some games (laughs) that (laughs) do stuff like that i'm trying to think of an example of i feel like i have lots of ideas about um but i can't think of them off the top of my head like, I'll have, like, these little added... speech bubbles I added into this Lantern game. They're pretty fun. For the car game, I, I'm excited to have stuff like, if you're going up to a jump, then it can have a, a little speech bubble appear over the car, and it'll go, like, hold on, just before he jumps. That would be fun <laughs> to do stuff like that. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about the co-op experience? Have you checked that out with it? Um, not really. I haven't found yeah. anyone who's been interested in playing it with me, so that's a bummer, because oh, I wanted to, but that's alright. I'm sure one day. Um, I'll fly down to Melbourne, buddy, and I'll, okay. I'll, be, I'll be your Gooigi. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, another thing, I I bought um, Star Wars Battlefront 2. 
uh, yesterday, and it's just finished downloading just before we started recording this podcast. Uh, but so what? it does that thing where, like, it, if you've downloaded enough, you can still kind of play it, and but all you can play <laughs> is you are the First Order and Kylo Ren defending uh, Starkiller Base from Force Awakens. Okay, so like a set scenario. Yeah, um, you can only play in, arcade in mode as First Order on Starkiller Base. But let me tell you, it's not bad. Yeah, I was playing seems, it... It seems like it's very pretty. Yeah, we went over to um, hang out with Ari for New Year's and he had it and I had it, gave it a go and I could be Han Solo and I could throw <gasps> a bomb on the wall and then walk back and then when the stormtroopers walked in, I could explode the bomb. And I was like, this might be the game for me. <laughs> I, I really didn't like the first one um i feel like it didn't live up to the kind of uh its its predecessors of the original star wars battlefronts but this one seems not great but it at least it has like prequel stuff and it has new stuff so at least there's lots of stuff to look at and also we've been on a big star wars kick watching all of like clone wars and the the cartoons and stuff oh the cartoons are good i, I thought you meant uh, sorry attack of the clones that, that movie is a real bummer to watch these days i've found i wish that uh, w- the weirdest thing about i we watched all of the star wars movies recently for um oh man up to because the new star wars was coming out gee whiz what a mess that was um oh yeah but i forget what i was gonna say there's lots of clone troopers who are just like in close up in in the the prequels who are just CG for no reason. It's like it would have looked so much better if they put a dude in a suit, but he's no, he's CG. <laughs> what's your what's your favorite Star Wars after seeing an old Kevin? Um I think that's a good question. I think it's probably a new hope. And then Empire Strikes Back, because they kind of have, well, here's the, 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 I think it's, I think it's Empire because the, like, maybe if it was a version of New Hope that doesn't have all the new CG stuff inserted into it, because all of that looks so bad, um, but all of the, all of the practical effects in, in Empire and Return of the Jedi kind of hold up more, so I guess they didn't feel the need to kind of go in and change it. But I, I was surprised because I it was a kind of the same thing when I was watching um, Raiders of the Lost Ark recently. Like, I expected it to be slower and more boring than it was. It kind of... It moves along and there's character moments. The characters do things and you care about them and they, they have things that they are doing and then there's fun adventure things that happen. Yeah, that, that's how I felt when I watched them all um, last year. All the, I haven't seen any of the Disney ones yet. I've only seen the six core Star Wars movies. Yeah. Um, but uh, when I was watching Empire Strikes Back, there's a, there's a lot of... Uh, that movie moves so fast it's in terms of like action and, and pacing. Um, there's always a lot going on, and in those moments, a lot of nice character moments and little bits of dialogue. It doesn't ever really feel like a... Uh, one of those old movies that really uh, 
bogs you down after a little bit, um, yeah. like, like some of those are from that period. Uh, my favourite's uh, a Phantom, the Phantom Menace though, because I just can't get enough of those flamingo droids. I love those. Bosses. I like them too. You know, I was looking up. I was like, what is the in-world justification? them not using battle droids anymore because it seems like it would be like it would just be a no-brainer to have droids instead of people and the reason is uh because the senate outlawed it why'd they do that because um i don't know like a (laughs) war crime stuff i guess i don't know oh man um, I really, I, that, it is, it is really my favorite one though. I do like, I like the pod racing scene a lot. There's a lot of scenes in that movie that I kind of, kind of really dig for some reason. It's, uh, it's aged well for me. Something that stuck out to me watching uh, them again is they must have just found out how to do, uh, computer generated like reflective, uh, like textures because they've got a lot of spaceships mm-hmm. that are smooth and chrome. You can see all the reflections and stuff in. Yeah, it's a, the, the 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 digital acting in, in particular is very noticeable in all those uh those prequel movies. It's very funny to watch now. I found. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of lot of entertaining, uh, uncanny movement. No, definitely. Um, but that's that's enough Star Wars. I'll talk very quickly because I've only really been playing one thing outside of some uh, some mobile things you've suggested to me, and then and little games here and there. Um, I set up my Wii U again uh, so that I can play Skyward Sword because I've been meaning to beat it for ages and I, and I really want to because people are always talking about that one. I'll, I'll probably beat it just as they announce the uh, the HD remake on the Switch when they do that. <laughs> but uh, there, there has been a, a little bit of hubbub about that game coincidentally. Uh, there was a tweet I read, I can't remember, I think it was Tim Rogers of Kotaku uh, saying that uh, they should they should do a port and they should uh, scrap the motion controls if they need mm. to, uh, which I think playing it is super the wrong move because it, it 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 I think it's good. The thing I have to remember about the motion controls is that my where my controller is positioned is not one to one with the slashes I make. So if I'm aiming my sword left, I can still slash it to the, from right to left, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's that's kind of super important and worth knowing for fighting enemies in that game. But it doesn't make it clear to you whatsoever that that's the case. <laughs> um, you just kind of have to figure it out on your own. So it's the endless tutorializing does come across in some instances as, as not even ample for uh, uh, delivering what you're meant to be conveying what you're meant to be doing with the motion controls but um dungeons are really fun in that game i found uh going through them and all, and all the little mechanical um touches you've got with your wiimote um, and and uh using items i just think uh, it, it's just they must have used every little part of the buffalo when designing the motion controls because there's they've used there's no thing that's untouched like i, I think uh, rolling is on shaking the nunchuck and stuff like that. Uh, th- there's there's no button or input that hasn't been used for some sort of function, which makes it really oddly complex in some ways. Um, but once you once they're more intuitive to you and you've used them for a bit, it's a it's a, a bit more natural. That game does stop and start a ridiculous amount of times, though. 
do stuff. Um, yeah, Five will just come out every once in a while and be like, hey, uh, hey, bud, this is what you're doing. This is what you're yeah. going to be doing. And this is uh, where, uh, this is how I'm feeling today. I'm all right. All right, see ya. And it's, it's, it's very, I remember uh, about 10 years ago, me and you were on Skype just talking about stuff. And uh, you were playing Skyward Sword as we were talking. And you almost threw the controller in rage because uh, you entered a dungeon. There was a cutscene. And then you walked down the stairs and then there was another cutscene. Um, yeah, and you and you got upset, and and I think that completely, perfectly embodies uh, a lot of <laughs> the issues with that. Yeah, game. that's as far as I got. As as when it played that cutscene for me walking down the stairs into the sand dungeon, that yeah. was that was the, as far as I got. There were lots of fun ideas in it. Being able to bowl the bombs, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, that that's what I mean. You can you can bowl the bombs. Um, you got that little scarab beetle that you can fly all yeah. around everywhere. They're very, and... they're very toy like the items, and because of the the uh, motion controls, they have like, they have they're even more toy like toy like because they have more of a physicality. I think that's something that is really important to me, and that I want to have my games be like yes that that's sort of uh the reason that i had a, a bit of trouble with with the idea of scrapping the motion controls altogether because then it just kind of becomes a about as as rote as a zelda game can be i think i think the the amount of you know the the toy like as you say presentation of the items that you use uh, as well as sort of embodying link's own motions in the game is what make kind of makes that game uh, interesting and it sort of incorporates those ideas into a narrative with Fi being the sword or whatever and, and, and all that stuff going on. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird because it's like if if you took out the motion controls, then how would you how would you direct your slashes? I guess you would just use a stick or something. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I'm not I'm not sure what they do. Maybe they just completely uh, change the combat to be like, <laughs> okay, now that the Boko Boblums are blocking, just not in a particular way that it seems like that would be as much work as uh you know um reproducing the motion controls for the joy cons which i imagine should be possible maybe i don't i'm not sure i believe they have all of the same um you know the same stuff except they don't have speakers in them i miss it when they had i i loved it every time a wii game made you hold it up to your ear like it's a phone and try and listen to the fucking terrible speaker just try and make out as as many words as you can of this just garbled mess coming out of it that silent that silent hill game did us that it was really good at motion controls it was already static as well coming out of your your uh yeah microphone so it, so it made i think that is also a really example of it was a really good example of how to um use the motion controls for sure um and i don't remember yeah there was some fun um motion control stuff in there like like pulling down zippers and, and that sort of thing doing some practical <laughs> yeah uh, pulling down the zipper oh i forgot about i almost forgot about all the like psychologist stuff in that game where you have to like color in the house and the people yeah and the people and your are... house is colored that color 
It's a silly game. Pick up the can and turn it upside down so the goose will fall out. You see that? That's that's the game. That's the new mist. <laughs> they had all those like phone numbers, like places and shops would have phone numbers, and you had a little, like a phone, and you could call them up, and they would have little messages and stuff for you. Lots of attention to detail. Anyway, that's that's uh that's the Wii. We just had our, our Nintendo Wii chat. Wii moment. A lot of lot of interesting uh, Wii moments out there through the decades. Uh, but we should do one one day when we live in the same city and we can do let's plays. We'll do a whole year just Wii games. Just the, the year of the Wii. Year of the Wii, baby. Um, we're gonna play Zack and Wiki. Yep. We're gonna play Wii Fit. We're gonna play. We're gonna play Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> Boogie. You remember that one? I do remember Boogie. It's got yeah. that little alien man in the white yeah, suit. Boogie. Funny, on the cover. yeah, funny dancing alien. Was that like a prequel to D- Just Dance? That, I guess. I believe it was, that was, it was a, Yeah, it was a it was a Ubisoft dancing game. Yeah, I do think it came. I think it came out before Just Dance. That's incredible. That's just. That's, we'll that's play a... the Conduit Two. <laughs> I forgot about all these games. All these great games. <laughs> anyway, we, we want to put the spotlight tonight on one great game, and that is our game of the week, uh, Sonic Bowl. Game Club of the Week. B-O-L-L. You can play it online, you can Google it and find it. Uh, it it's a game... Where you were in the in Mario Brothers One, and you're Sonic the Hedgehog, or, or a bunch of other characters you can be, and uh, it's it's very it's very uh, rom hacky. You can you can uh, change the music you want. You can change the which all the characters and their skins, and, and add new ones online and that kind of thing. But the core gameplay is that you're you're Sonic, and it's Mario, and you're in the Mario game. Sort of like Mario crossover, if you remember that. Sort of implementing different mm. uh, movement character movement in uh, a Mario game. What did you play you tinkered around with it a bit today, Kevin. What did you think of it? I'm just trying to figure out what why is it called Bowl? He's Brazilian. Yes, yeah, so, so it could be, you know, some sort of joke in, in, in I, I remember reading something, but uh, there is a if you explore the uh, Mario uh, universe thoroughly as you're playing you can find some um, additional secret items uh, like a chaos emeralds in the levels like in hidden blocks um, and uh, I believe what you have to do is you grab the chaos emerald and then you can go to uh, those sonic checkpoints that are in the level and jump on them and you go to a secret uh, special zone that is like monkey ball that they've implemented okay. into the game, which is pretty wild. It's all 3D and stuff. It feels good. That's weird. Um, I got I got one. I saw... I hit a block and I saw one of those emeralds, but I died before I could pick it up. Oh, nuts. But yeah, it's super worth seeing. Uh, just these little kind of special stages. Um, some of the best I've, I've seen for a Sonic game. Usually those are pretty pretty garbagey, I found, in, in official titles. But um, it's what did you think of the movement... Did you think it translated to playing uh, I uh, liked Mario it. levels? Do you know if the sprites in this game are they Sonic Adventure sprites or are they all did did were they all made from scratch for this game? 
I believe the, these were made from scratch for this game. Wow. As well as the uh, tile set, the default tile set as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. The default tile set is interesting. They've tried to kind of merge uh, Mario 1-1 and Green Hill Zone, and it is interesting to see what choices they made. Sure. Um, I liked it. I liked all of the abilities. I liked the ways that they... Um, I like the ways that the Sonic's abilities would work with the level. And there's mm-hmm. one, there was like, there's one of the underground ones where you're like rolling a, a, across the top of a bunch of brick blocks. And if you do like a spin dash and go, go across them, you hit all of them downwards as you go past them. I thought that was, that was pretty cool. I liked the ability that Sonic had where you could press uh, the button to go out of circle jump mode and kind of dash forward. I think that is very cool and a good ability for Sonic because it, it when I'm playing Sonic, I feel like that kind of, when you jump, you get into this kind of state, especially like if you if you jump and then you hit an enemy, you have like a lot of air time before you hit the ground, and there's not really anything you can do <laughs> apart from sure. be in the air. Um, so I think that being able to exit that and go into a run is a is a cool move. And also, I liked the 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 Sonic Mania one where you like double jump to. Like start spinning in the air and then go fast when you land. I think if you use if you had both of those abilities, um, you'd be able to make something super fun. Well, let me tell you, Kevin. The most fun I had with this game is when I unlocked an, um, a secret character. So what you got to do is uh, you got to. Uh, do, do you ever remember how to get to the minus world in Mario Brothers? I know of it, but I've never... I don't remember how you get there. So what you got to do, and it's a bit easier in this game because you can be sort of different characters that promote being able to do this a little bit more. But uh, you have to enter a pipe um, as, when it's scrolled a little bit off screen. Um, and, and they've implemented that in this game to, so you can go to like a little bonus minus world that finishes and then you unlock a character. But uh, So you, 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 you do unlock- that... Uh, you unlock this little weird... I think it must be like a Sonic OC of some sort. He's like a little <laughs> green... He's like a little green Sonic. And he's, okay. he's got like a u- unibrow or something. Anyway, he's green. And, and he has... His ability is that he can do the kind of like... Uh, you know that bubble ability you have in Sonic 3? Where you just drop down and go like... Boing, boing. And yeah. you can bounce all around everywhere. He just does that all the time. And that's <laughs> <laughs> you can just bounce. You're bouncing all around Mario Land, just going absolutely hog wild as this little green guy. I, I've, <laughs> I've never had so much fun. So, I've, so, I've been <laughs> so that's what I've been doing. I, I enjoy, um, I enjoy uh, being surprised, looking through the different uh, options that you can set. Um, you can also change the music. So there's just some weird stuff. There's Gianna Sisters soundtrack. There's some some just assorted. Uh, techno beats if you want to play Sonic Ball to some, some techno music you can do that I think you can add all your own stuff too and, and it's been fun looking at um, modding sites looking at what, what people have made for it as well um, Kevin what would you make what, what kind of character would you implement in Sonic Ball mm, if given the question. opportunity I don't know I just kind of like looking at all of 
I like looking at the characters and the decisions they've kind of made. Because, like, something that I wasn't expecting was that, like, you can get a fire flower as Sonic. And, like, what does that mean? <laughs> it's like, well, you can shoot sure. fireballs, but they look different. They look like this. Um, it was interesting to see with Luigi, they gave him the, like, big jump from uh, Super Mario 2, which made sense. But they also gave him the sideways... Uh, they gave him the sideways, not affected by gravity fireballs from Smash Brothers. It's just interesting to see what things they do. And also, it was really funny to see S- Stanley, the bug man from Donkey yes. Kong 3 there. Stanley we- makes an appearance. His abilities are really good. I'm really surprised that there hasn't been a game that uses... So he has... He, he shoots his little clouds out. And they basically work like uh, kind of bubble bubble bubbles where you can trap enemies in them and then you can walk into them to, to, to kill them. But you can also, if you jump and hold down and shoot, then he gets like extra air and extra jumps from shooting downwards. And that's like, that's just really, I think that's really clever. I think you could make a whole shovel knight about that. Um, so I'm impressed with the characters. I think the thing that lets it down is that Super Mario 1, there's not that much going on in the levels. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just spoiled because I just finished playing the new, like, uh, the, the King Knight, Shovel Knight campaign, and in those, in the Shovel Knight ones you get, like, a new like a handful of new mechanics every single stage um but yeah i do like that they've added a couple of new things into just the base maps though just like a putting in secrets and that kind of thing yeah. keeping things a little bit more fresh than they would usually uh be otherwise i suppose i remember a a mario fan game mm-hmm. i say i say something to this day that I learned from this game and it's sometimes I'll say ah my keyboard and it's because in this game there was a secret zone you could go to where all of the enemies were the developers of the game <laughs> um and so like instead of a goomba it was just like a little dude and for the koopas it was a guy and he held a keyboard and then when you jumped on him he dropped his keyboard and ran left to right and that was the that was the shell was he just starts running left to right and they were i think dutch or something uh and every time you jumped on him he goes ah my keyboard where's my keyboard and that's just a memory that i have he also was like bald and looked looked quite sickly so it was a little upsetting to look at oh, oh, um, but yeah that's that's that was that one. I'm trying to think who would I put in it. Uh, like, crazy frog. Yeah, okay, put the crazy frog in it, crazy obviously. Um, yeah. I'd like to see. Sh- I'd like to play as Shovel Knight in Mario One. That's yeah, that I that would be good. Or, like alternatively, Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> it's pretty much yeah. the same move set. I yeah, that would be good too. Because like a lot of it, uh, a lot of the normal kind of characters that you think would work they kind of 
uh, you can already do it in Super Mario Cross over. Yeah, pretty. I guess I guess the levels are simplistic enough that you could probably, you know, convert any old two um, D character in there and, and make it at least feel okay. Yeah, any anyone that can jump. <laughs> as long as you can jump, then you can basically do whatever you want. What about uh, like um, who's the who's the who's the main guy in in Monkey Island? I forget his name. The main guy in what? Yeah. Monkey Island. Um, Guybrush Threepwood. Yeah, we'll be here. You just have to talk to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) You you either talk to them or or you just run. You have like a cursor and you can just walk over areas. He's just on on, overlaid (laughs) on top of the Mario screen. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's that's pretty. That's pretty good. I like. And then you, you 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 click a question block, and he goes, "Oh, it's a block." (laughs) Wow. Look at that! <laughs> Isn't that something? <laughs> I do like when uh, characters get, like, genre changed. Like when they had Phoenix Wright in that uh, fighting game. I like that kind of stuff. I spent so long on ideas for different characters and stuff for Blazing Barrels. There were so many different characters and abilities. I love abilities. I'm so excited to play Star Wars Battlefront 2 and find out about all the different abilities all these classes have because they're very simple and uh, good. Is, is, is... Oh, I'm forgetting names a lot today. I'm really tired. What's his name? What's the... General Grievous! Is he in Star Wars Battlefront 2? He is. <laughs> I... When I went to buy it, I saw a trailer and they had... Uh, yeah, you could play as Grievous and Holy as you and McGregor Obi Wan. So hopefully, what about hopefully Qui-Gon I get to Jin? do that? I don't know. I didn't see Qui Gon Jin. He might not All have right. made the cut. No sale. No, no sale. Um, I've I've wanted to be him for years. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's Sonic Ball. Pretty, pretty, pretty solid. Uh, uh, cool. It's also very well produced. Like I like the way the menu looks and everything like that. Yeah, for a fan game, it's very it's very solid, and I'm very kind of impressed at every character having their own, having like new sprite sheets, um, and like they're like small versions and stuff for Sonic as well. You would have had to have done that. They've also they've also all got like lots of um, frames of animation, which is nice. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure they must be original to some capacity, or at least like based on a, some other sprite of Sonic that they've kind of, you know. Did um, you play as Mecha Sonic? To, to... What's that? Did you play as Mecha Metal Sonic? I did uh, a little bit. I'm like the big one. Yeah, he was so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very odd. Some, he some just odd like choices. It's like um. He plays like the bad guy from the first Iron Man movie. <laughs> He's just super big, <laughs> and he can like turn on your like jet boots. It's he's playing as that character is just really weird because there's it's I don't know I just found it strange, and he can like shoot his arm out, and then there's another button that you can press that appears to just like rotate the spikes on your head like they're saw blades. Like, what is that for? <laughs> Maybe it's it very an enemy like if they come fighting, down on you. In a 
a fighting game if you can play as all the regular characters and then like a big boss character. It's yeah. a bit like that, but it's a platforming game, so it's just kind of a head scratcher, really. I enjoy, yeah, been I doing, enjoy the variety, though. It's similar to the um, all of the characters in the new Shovel Knight Showdown. They let you play as so many characters, and they only have like a few moves each, which I was I was impressed by Sonic Bowl in the kind of amount of moves and kind of different things you can do. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was, it was kind of like also, that. Also four players, which is great if you want to get, get some friends and, and play some Super Mario Brothers with Sonic characters, <laughs> if that's your one desire, uh, you can do game. that now. Um, so that's Sonic Ball. Uh, uh, one of the, one of the games of our game club, our game of the week. What's uh, our next game of the week? Oh Jesus, I haven't even thought about it. <laughs> let's do a Leckhead. Yeah, let's do a Leckhead. I'm interested to try that. Yeah, a Leckhead uh, I found on Twitter, and it, it seems to be a uh, little uh, tight platformer, very puzzle-based. You are a little electric guy that can uh, power the currents of the platforms you're standing on. You can do that by also throwing your head, it seems like, uh, on different platforms, and while uh, moving your body at the same time. So some, some puzzle platforming. Uh, with a Leckhead in our future. I believe it's a short, free demo. Uh, you can find it on Itch.io. So check out the game. Join in. Join in online. Uh, message us at Sky Pirate Radio to, to, to talk about the game or questions at skypiratestudios.com as well. I had, to do, I had to do a computer competency quiz for Nice the other uh-huh. day, and one of the questions on it was, being on that internet is often re- referred to as being outline, <laughs> offline, or online. What? <laughs> I'm outline, guys. I'm and the, <laughs> the, the best one, there also, like, the last question was, if you click on a hyperlink on a website, it will take you to another page on that website or a different website. True or false? <laughs> Fantastic. Anyway... Let's get right into some reader stuff. We don't really have any questions today, but we do have... Uh, have uh, I wanted to ask for some ideas for Pitch That Game Again, which if you haven't listened to some earlier episodes, it's when we would all come together and make up some... or generate or make up some funny names for games and then uh, kind of design what they would be. Um, it was a lot of fun. And we're gonna we're gonna try and redo it here. I, I was on Twitter asking people for ideas, and I got one for a fake game that we're gonna make up now by uh, from at Rockhopper Games, um, who has who has uh, been a loyal listener before and a good friend. I played Dreamcast games with him on New Year's. Um, he says uh, fill in the missing space, and he's given us a sort of copy past here. I don't know if you've seen this, Kevin. I have. I have viewed it. But. There is so here's the games that exist. There is Metal Gear. We're all familiar. There's Metal Slug. There is Guilty Gear. But there is no such game called Guilty Slug. Now we're gonna fix this today. Uh, Kevin, if you want, if you were, if you were pondering, give me, give me your thought process right now guilty as you hear slug. those words. A well, slug first... that's guilty. My first idea was, basing on those games, 
Uh, uh, made me think of what would a what would a metal slug fighting game be like, and then I was thinking about what if you played as a level of metal slug, like sideways, <laughs> and then the two levels fought each other. But I don't know how that would work. <laughs> I'm so confused. So imagine, so imagine a level from Metal Slug, right? Okay, I'm imagining it. I can see the little guys in my head right now. Now rotate it 90 degrees so that what okay. was once flat is now up and down. <laughs> yeah, so, so all the characters are now clinging to everything, yes. like the walls and stuff. They're now that's really you, scared in my mind. and your opponent is a different level. <laughs> <laughs> what does that level look like? The same, but opposite. But it could be any level from any Metal Slug game. How are they fighting? I don't know. <laughs> it's something oh, about it's, maybe like the you're enemies. You're playing 4D chess with. <laughs> maybe the enemies fight each other. That's just how my brain works. That's the. It's part. It's all part of the it. process. <laughs> it's all part of the process. Um, I'm sure for a, a guilty slug, you could. You could go the you could go the goose game route. It could be a game about being a slug and and gameplay that in some way <laughs> you feel guilty about. It's like wait, okay, here's my idea. It's like it's like Untitled Goose Game, but you're a slug, and you do like you do something like oh you threw the farmer's sandwich in the lake, but then. You watch the farmer go into his sh- his his shed and he kills himself, and then you feel bad about it. <laughs> Jesus, that's that slug would feel guilty for so long. Yeah, that's my idea. So yeah, I, I remember when I was I was playing I played Goose Game over New Year's for the first time, and and the thing I was obsessed with doing was not trying to get everyone angry at me, but trying to see that the goose has is really smart and has some form of sentience. So, <laughs> so I, I, I made like a, a, human, a, a human man trapped inside the, uh, the body of a goose trying to help me. Yeah, you could, uh, uh, I should have done that. I just made like a picnic. Like I, I brought everything into a picnic and, but I could probably have spelled out, help me. I'm in a goose on the picnic basket and then brought the dude over and he could have seen it and be like, whoa, fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> you would be a, it would be a, no. He he kind of didn't really care, which made me a bit sad. I'd feel the same way that the guilty slug did, but yeah, I, I think I think uh, so. From that point on, would the guilty slug uh, try and recompense his behavior? Do you think it would do nice things? I mean, you could you could try, but then the game would always try and it would find the way back to twist it back on you that all your all your efforts were actually uh, actually made things worse instead of better. It's like a, it's like near. Yeah. What about if the slug was like a, a bullet, and that bullet had already seen a lot, and it didn't want to kill people anymore. So your job was to be shot by a gun, and but then you can sort of move around and maneuver around people and try not to, sh- and try not to hit them. <laughs> that could also, that could also work. Yeah, yeah, a game where you are a bullet that doesn't want to, to hit anybody. Yeah, it's a VR game, and you, it's a first-person <laughs> VR game, and you have to tilt your head all around as you're speeding like a million kilometers an hour as a bullet. That's it's an interesting a, it's the, it, idea. 
Yeah, it's, it's the inverse of um, that uh, sniper game that lets you shoot people and then does all the <laughs> slow motion shots of you getting, shooting people. Um, but yeah, those are our, uh, I guess those are ideas for Guilty Slug. There's a few different things you could do with that little slug. <clears throat> I think they're all... I think Greenlight them all. I think scrap all the games all. we're working on. Yeah, forget this stuff. We're in talks with Konami and SNK right now. We're going to get all the rights... And then we're also going to do the, like, four-dimensional uh, fighting game that Kevin has proposed where two levels are fighting each other <laughs> somehow. Look, I don't know why I thought of that. That's just what I thought of. That's a good idea, man. I love it. I, I love where your head's at. It's, it's, sort of, it's sort of above the game. You're, you're <laughs> seeing abstract. above the clouds and looking down. Yeah. Sort of a Hideo Kojima <laughs> Australia. Or Otter. Um... But if you have any suggestions for another pitch that game, anything that might be like a, probably any high concept or funny or, you know, a- anything you can come up with that you reckon would be entertaining for us on the show, uh, please message remarks uh, at Pizza Sheets. Uh, that's, well, that's my one. You can if you want. At Sky Pirate Radio. <laughs> and at questions at uh, skypiratestudios.com. That's where questions go as well. If you have any questions for us, any of the new games that we're working on at the moment, we've got we've got a lot to say. So please. Yeah, I'm ready to reveal all. I'm ready to send me any question you want about anything, about my personal life, uh, <laughs> my finances, uh, my sexual behavior, anything. I'm an open book. <laughs> it's going to be a tell-all podcast. If you ask the questions. But if you don't ask questions, then I guess it'll just be another normal podcast. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you answer in questions, what you're if you bring in questions, what you're looking at here is a one man self made Truman show from Kevin. He's going self, to let a self imposed Truman show. In personal hell, he is going to reveal all. There will not be a detail spared. <laughs> Sounds like something Shia LaBeouf might do. <laughs> definitely um, so, so, so look forward to that look forward to more games, more fun uh, more different experiences uh, audio, visual uh, gameplay from Sky Pirate Studios in the future uh, do you have any final words Kevin? that makes it sound um, like I'm going to kill you and I'm thanks. not going to kill you Kevin <laughs> thanks for listening to our podcast look out for some games soon um, I hope you enjoy the games Thank you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night, everybody. That's from the Truman Show.